Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. Welcome to episode number 50 of the Giant Take Podcast. I'm Josh and I'm always joined by my co-host Alex. It is episode 50, as I just said, a little milestone for us. We're very excited about that. Alex has a little montage of some clips that he you know, compiled together to give a little tribute to the first 50 episodes of our podcast. And we will be continuing strong on the Giant Take Podcast. Uh, my voice is a little off, a little faint. Uh, that is because I've been yelling at the TV all day and um, piss at the Giants. So going into that, what a way to celebrate number 50 with another Giants loss. They are now 0-5, 37-34 to 34 is your final in Dallas. Giants have lost once again. Alex, how does it feel, especially on episode 50 here, to, to have a Giants loss? You know, it's very disappointing. I was saying um, throughout the game, I was like, oh, how nice would it be to have a win on episode 50? But of course, the Giants weren't able to come through. Um, just overall devastating. The Giants, you know, played well. I wasn't even mad. I'm not going to have one of my normal terrible rants about that because I wasn't actually disappointed too much about the performance. Obviously, defensively, we could have done better allowing 37 points, but that Dallas offense is obviously a very... Uh, good offense top five probably in the league so I I was just you know content with the performance Um, but yeah and also before you know we get into talking about the game obviously Josh and I have our prayers with the uh, Prescott family after uh, Dak's terrible injury that we saw there and hopefully he will be back on the field soon so let's hope he gets better yeah definitely and uh, thank you for addressing that Alex because you know, the NFL at some points, especially even division rivals, for me, I know it's a little different for Alex. For me, the the, the uh, Cowboys are the hate most hated team in the division for me. So, you know, especially to see, you know, a Cowboy player go down, that rivalry, that hatred goes away in literally seconds, um, you know, and, and you got to unite together. 
Uh, it was a great gesture by both teams going over to him on the cart and, uh, you know, you know, um, spreading their love towards him. And it, it, it was tough. It was actually upsetting. And, I, you know, I, I think when Alex reacted to it, he was saying something of the lines of, oh, Prescott's injured. And, <laughs> and we were like kind of, you know, okay with it. And then you just see the highlight. And um, there's a whole meme with right now I'm seeing uh, – I think it was Romo or or Jim was saying. Yeah, it was Romo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks yeah. like he just got a cramp. Yeah, just a cramp. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was not a cramp, but uh, seeing you know Prescott leaving the field with a tear is uh very sad. Uh, very sad. And to Giants fans out there, or any fans that you know are hoping for, you know, are excited that he got injured, are happy that he got injured, um, and are hoping it's you know if uh, a career-ending injury, that's awful and i think you should just stop being a fan of the nfl because you're not even rooting for the nfl really um if you're you know hoping for players to get their careers ended yeah and we are recording sunday night so we did get word in that um dak prescott will be having ankle surgery uh this evening it could be happening right now i don't know but uh yeah you know we, we send prayers over for him and um yeah, we really hope he recovers soon and gets on the field. And luckily enough, uh, his brother posted a picture of him in the hospital, and he was smiling. He looked good. So, you know, I think he's on the way to recovery already. Um, so moving on from some sad stuff there. So if you don't know already how these recaps work, we've done them a few times. If you know, we are in week five now. We start out by kind of going over the game in itself. And then we'll roll over to more of the drives and go in, you know, in order of when the plays happened. Uh, and Alex's monologue will be included in that little transition period. But first, let's start with the two flags that could have resulted in touchdowns, Alex. Now, the one that I really want to get into is that um, fake field goal, wonderful play with Evan Ingram just on the right sideline and no one seeing him and Tony Romo doing a nice little, you know, kind of impression of Ingram saying like, don't see me, don't see me, don't see me, don't look at me. Uh, and just being completely wide open on the right side of the field for the easiest touchdown probably of his career at that point. And just getting called back. It was tough. It, it was really tough and it was a flag. And at that moment, you know, I, I kind of, you know, got a little ahead of myself, and I, uh, I, I believe I texted Alex and I told you that uh, the rest were hired by the Dallas Cowboys for this game because that is how I felt in that moment. I think it was very tough uh, for Giants fans, and you know, the one time where we're able to see that trickery play that we don't normally see at all from the New York Giants, and it results in a really, really nice touchdown. Yeah. So first, I want to get into that fake field goal that was called back uh, for a penalty on Cam Fleming. Um, he was not set yet, so the uh, you know flag was thrown. Really petty call. Um, I'm not sure if Josh mentioned that already. Just really, really petty call. You could see Joe Judge absolutely furious on the sideline, throwing his headphones onto the ground. It, 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 seemed, it seemed a little... It, it seemed petty. And just... You know, after such a great play, it was just so disappointing, and obviously having to settle for the three points really sucks. So that one was very bad too. Um, but yeah, and then the second uh, play there, Damian Ratley um, pass interference call there. 
it's a little light. He cut inside, as they were saying, um, kind of on the commentary that, you know, usually if they were trying to do a pick there, that he would be um, on going outside. So it, it didn't seem very intentional at all. And it seemed, again, the word's going to come up again multiple times in this game. It seemed quite petty again um, on that Darius Slayton catch that was called back. So just really disappointing. Um you know, the refs won 37 to 34. Um, that's the way I see it. But, you know, obviously it's not all on the refs, right? The Giants did not put the way, uh, put the game beyond doubt. And, you know, we paid for it with that, you know, last minute field goal, obviously, that they scored to win it. So, you know, it's heartbreaking, obviously, as a Giants fan. But as much as, yes, you have to get frustrated with the refereeing and how they were not able to make the significant calls, another call that happened later, we'll talk about that too. Um, it's just, it's frustrating, but you also cannot fully blame the referees as the Giants did not put the game beyond doubt. Yeah, we're going to get into that right now, Alex, because I'm bringing it up. Um, <clears throat> it was B.J. Holland on the defensive line right at the end of the game, uh, a holding from the offensive lineman kind of right to his neck uh, helmet area and just wasn't called. And I saw people throwing it out on Twitter that the the referee who was, you know, following Andy Dalton as he went to the right side of the field, that he had his hand on his flag and he took it right off. Had his hand on his flag. Was he going to throw? Was he going to? Nope. Not going to throw it. I'm going to keep it right tucked in there. The Giants happened to lose that game uh, and also lose that play. So, you know, it is what it is. And I think, Alex, you tweeted out, we go and we have to just try and move on to next week. And I think actually someone commented in that post about the about the poor calls by the refs. So yeah, it, they just didn't work in our favor. Uh, and I think NFL teams in this league they have games like that too. So I, I, there's not there's nothing really much else that we can say. Uh, but all I can say right now is that we are still going to celebrate episode number fifty here on the Giant Take podcast. So here is a little you know, kind of thing that Alex put together. Uh, what, what would you call it, Alex? A um, It's a montage. We'll call sure. it that. We'll call it that. Here's the montage for episode 50. Hello and welcome to our first episode ever of the Giants Take. I'm Josh. I'm joined by my co-host, Alex. Alex, how's it going? Very, very special guest on our show today. It is Chris from the Entertainer Talking Sports on YouTube with over 25,000 subscribers, our favorite New York sports YouTube channel. He's also on Twitter by the name at the uh, Entertainer. How are you doing today, Chris? I'm doing well, man. I, I just want to say thank you uh, for having me, guys, uh, having me on your uh, podcast. Thank you for reaching out to me. And um, always love to talk Giants whenever I can. And um, yeah, I figured I'd pop on and talk sports with you guys when there's not a lot to talk about right now with everything going on. It's Justin from Talking Giants, our favorite New York Giants podcast, and you can listen to it everywhere that you listen to podcasts. He's also at Justin Panic on Twitter, and while you're on Twitter, please go follow Talking Giants on Twitter as well. Justin, how's it going today? Oh, what an honor. What an honor. What an intro. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Josh and Alex, I want to thank you for having me on. In New Jersey, it's a nice sunny day. It's a little cool. I like things on a little bit of a cool side, so I'm feeling good. Thank you so much for that intro, and thank you for having me on. Ranking for point guards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all, you guys, all you guys that talk about the draft, the season's not even over yet. You don't even know where they're picking. It's like you're living in a fantasy land. You're just throwing names. You've mentioned eight people. They could get all those guys. Or I should say any one of those guys. 
I mean, but if you're if you're telling me that the NBA is doing an, uh, a playoff, like they're going straight into the playoffs, the Knicks Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Have yeah. you heard Leon Rose speak yet? No. So you said we need a guard. Have you heard Leon Rose say that? I have not. I personally think we need so a guard. So there you go. You don't know. Nobody knows what they're going to do. You, there's a good chance Leon Rose could use the pick in a trade. All that stuff is such conjecture and speculation and utter nonsense. And here's the thing, too, about the draft. We are back now with two very special guests. It is our fathers here together to celebrate Father's Day and talk about some Giants football. Paul and Van, how's it going today, guys? It is going really, really well. Really excited to be here and excited to do this Father's Day episode with you both. Same with me. Uh, Like Paul said, uh, we've been looking forward to uh, doing this. Uh, You guys have been doing an amazing job with these uh, podcasts, and I think we're both honored to be uh, invited and looking forward to talking to you guys some some football and some Giants football for sure. So um, we're Giants fans, and this is a Giants, big Giants podcast, so I don't know if we're allowed to have you on as a guest anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we might have to edit this entire podcast. Yeah. I'm not sure no, you're, you're, you're allowed to have me on. You just got to <laughs> respect us. You got to pay respect to the, to the Dallas Cowboys who have – Swept you guys the last what three years? Haven't beat the Cowboys in three. All right, years. Do we have to we're, go we're into that? Talk about that? Okay. <laughs> we are back now with a very special guest, Yankees digital host and reporter. He's also an anchor on SiriusXM for Mad Dog Sports and Westwood One Sports. Justin Shackle, you can go follow him on Twitter at Justin Shackle. Justin, how are you doing today? You know, if, if you're a reporter, the Gatorade bath is something that. I guess is on your bucket list or it's something that you definitely watch out for. Um, my, you know, I, I, I saw my uh, dry cleaning bill flash before my eyes when Aaron judge was walking toward Glaber Torres. I had a view a vantage point of Aaron judge coming with the Gatorade. I, I kept asking myself, you know, am I going to stay in and get this? Am I going to take it all in or am I going to back out, take it in, back out at the last second, I decided to back out <laughs> and I was pretty happy that I did it, but, and I'm only going to play like 10, 15 seconds of this so we don't go too crazy into the yelling, but here we go. No problem. Jabril Peppers? What did he do? What did he do last year? What do we need him for? What do we need Jabril Peppers for? The guy shouldn't even have been a first-round pick. He done nothing with Michigan. He had one interception in his career. Welcome back. We are now joined by a very, very special guest, Carl Banks, former New York Giants linebacker from 1984 to 1992, and he is now an analyst on the New York Giants radio network. Carl, how's it going today? I'm doing great. How's it going with you guys? All right, we are back now after that little montage we put together there. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, It was fun putting together, seeing all the memories from the past 50 episodes. And, uh, you know, we'll just keep going, keep grinding, and we'll see. Hopefully the Giants win one day, and uh, we'll have a happy episode, right, Josh? But uh, so far, <laughs> it's been it's been a little bit somber for the first five uh, weeks of the Giants season. But we have to recap the game anyway. We have no Don't choice. Don't cry, Alex. We're Don't forced cry. to. We have to go through it. So, Josh, why don't you get started? Yeah, Alex. Don't cry. It's okay. We're, we're still here. I might you know, cry. <laughs> at least we're celebrating this together this 0-5 record that we have as a, as Giants fans 
All right, so we'll wait. Gotta... Just one point. One point I want to bring up before. Oh, and five. You flip that around. It's fifty. It was made to happen. Look at that. It was made to be. If only it was actually in line, and we didn't have to say flip it around. It would be a nice five and zero. Oh. That would be a little bit better. But, that would um, be. Yeah, but no, no, no. We're we're here. We're here, and it is what it is. So the game did start off with the Cowboys marching down the field. They got a field goal, and then the Giants went all the way to the three yard line. Is it going to be a run down the middle they had chained the mu at fullback they'd done that before this season but you know maybe they do it again and try to plow them in no it's going to be a right to left daniel jones pitch to evan ingram he just shades past the defensive lineman and gets in for the touchdown don't really see that that as you know as much as we wish we could see as giants fans but they get it in they get a score and it's the first touchdown for the new york giants in 27 drives uh about three games and Alex uh, what did you think of this it's great getting a touchdown on the board obviously um, just a, a nice bit of trickery that you said uh, we actually ran that play um, a few weeks before I believe week one where there was some miscommunication there between Ingram and Daniel Jones kind of a messed up uh, little pass there so it resulted in a fumble, um, so we saw a successful version of that player, or a very similar version. So it was good to see improvement there. And Evan Ingram getting his um, first touchdown, I believe, of the season, so that was very good for him. Uh, and just the confidence of the Giants. And Jason Garrett has come out and said that uh, you know Evan Ingram is the top weapon um, that the Giants have to offer, obviously, with Saquon Barkley out, so... It's just very important that he kind of gets in a rhythm and starts getting going. Yeah, you're completely right. And moving on to this very, very weird first quarter, the Cowboys are on their own 40. It's going to be Dak Prescott in the pocket. He's going to throw it to Ezekiel Elliott. It's going to be tipped out of his hands. Kyler Fackrell picks it up, stiff arms the Ezekiel Elliott, who's basically on the ground at that point, and just somehow with good blocking from the defensive lineman, especially Leonard Williams, Kyler Fackrell gets a pick six, about 40, 45 yards. Um, wow, this was insane. The Giants go up at that point, 17 to three. Uh, we had, or 14 to three, sorry. And then we got a field goal later, made it 17 to three. And that was all in one quarter in the first quarter. Giants haven't seen 17 points in, in, in games. This is crazy. Uh, I did not see this coming at all. Uh, to get it exact, uh, in the last two games for the New York Giants, they had a total of 18 points, right? The field goals. Uh, and in the first half, or in the first quarter, to be specific, sorry, uh, they had 17. So that was, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, you know, I've talked about the turnover battle many times um, on this podcast, and the Giants actually, I believe, won the turnover battle today, but still unfortunately lost the game. Um, obviously, Kyler Fackrell with that very good pick six there. Um, just good job from him getting, you know, some points on the board from the defensive side. Um, too bad we didn't really see much more of that um, throughout the rest of the game, but obviously we'll go through the rest too. I mean, we did have one more fumble, but you know, interceptions are important. Turnovers are important. And, you know, our defense obviously needs to come up big, especially when our offense is struggling, um, even though they didn't as much today, but they are still, you know, not a great offense um, or at least not as good as we thought they would be. So it's important that our defense comes up big. 
Yeah, so going into the second quarter, this joy, this happiness that Giants fans had did not last long at all. Ezekiel Elliott had a one-yard touchdown. Then you, you saw it again, and Alex, you just mentioned it. Daniel Jones, he was sacked for about negative 10 yards, fumbles the ball. I mean, it really wasn't even his fault, but that's 22 career fumbles in 18 games for Daniel Jones. It's tough. Uh, he fumbles once again here, like I said, and we go into halftime uh, on a Philly special, of course, by the Dallas Cowboys. How do they make us feel bad? They run the Philly special that was running the Super Bowl um, by the Philadelphia Eagles. They take a 24-20 win at halftime. We come out at halftime with a field goal. Graham Gano once again, and Mr. Reliable, he has been very good for the Giants, I think. You know, not too many people think about it, but last season, Aldrick Rosas, we were scared when he was out there about to take a field goal. We were we were a little nervous, but he hit a 55, and this one was a 54-yarder uh, to put the Giants down by one. Cowboys march right back down the field, 79 yards. Zeke gets a 12-yard touchdown. Some double punts by each team. Another field goal by Graham Gano, and we are down 31-26. A Cowboys fumble by Andy Dalton. Um, you know, this was after the Dak Prescott injury. Devonta Freeman, he ran for a four-yard touchdown, kind of just pushed his way in there with the offensive line to help him out. Field goal by the Cowboys to tie it. What can the Giants do? Well, they can have a one-minute, five-play, 15-yard drive to punt it right back to the Cowboys. And I feel like when it comes down to this, Cowboys have three timeouts. Giants wasted two timeouts earlier off of just, you know, I, I guess confusion and not having enough time on the clock, uh, apparently, for Daniel Jones to snap the ball. Uh, I think we kind of saw this happening. You know, you know, you can always feel it as a Giants fan. They marched down five plays, 72 yards. Uh, and Greg Zerloin, you might have seen that field goal going wide right. I, I thought it was in the whole way. And the Giants lose once again by the score of 37-34. to 34. And I think what we'll start out with is Daniel Jones. He was 20 for 33, 222 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions either. Yeah, um, 222 yards you mentioned there, kind of funny. Um, recently, I wrote an article, quick plug right here, uh, up on the GiantTake.com. Has Daniel Jones regressed? And... Obviously, more stats came out today, so we'll have to look more into that to see if those figures adjusted. But his average yards per game this season was exactly 222. Um, so I just found that funny um, from doing all that research of looking through it. So just a quick plug right there. Um, Daniel Jones was good in this game, I thought. I, I liked his decision-making, throwing the ball away when he knew he was about to get sacked. You know, the fumble was disappointing, right? It wasn't exactly the best. You know, he felt the pressure. He should be tucking that ball into his chest. He shouldn't be having it kind of sitting out there, um, you know, to get stripped. So, you know, one mistake there. The fumbles are coming back to bite him again, but really only one turnover. Um, I, I know it's crazy to say, but that's something impressive for Daniel Jones. Um, we saw a couple of the passes that he make, made um, when he was – kind of push to, you know, go out right and kind of trying to evade, uh, you know, the pass rushers that were really coming through. And he was under a lot of pressure throughout this game um, because the offensive line did not do so great at certain times. And I thought he was really making plays kind of out of nothing, um, like, you know, an Aaron Rodgers, like a Russell Wilson, that kind of thing. And I really liked that 
um, of what I saw from him. I didn't see anything too bad, though. The fumbles are really only negative I saw from Daniel Jones today. Yeah, so now we go on to the rushing. Ezekiel Elliott does what he does best. 19 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns, followed by Tony Pollard's six carries for 30 yards. Devonta Freeman, we saw him with the, the you know more carries today. 17 for 60 yards. He is obviously the leader in the Giants' backfield, and he showed that today. Um, you know, showed that against the Rams too, but, you know, he's definitely going to be our number one moving forward. I think there's no doubt about that. He had one touchdown today, followed by Wayne Gallman, who's actually looked good for the Giants this season. You know, kind of crazy, but yeah, he looked good. Uh, five carries for 24 yards. And then if you want to go to, or Alex, you want to go through the rushing or can I go to the receiving? Um, Not much to say about the rushing. Obviously, Zeke always doing what he does. Um, so nothing really to comment there. Devonta Freeman, obviously, um, like you mentioned, is definitely the lead back going forward with Wayne Gallman getting a few touches here and there and Deion Lewis uh, kind of in there in the passing game. So I think that's kind of what we're going to see moving forward. But yeah, you can move on to the receiving. Yeah, so receiving Darius Slayton is the man for Daniel Jones. We've seen this in the past. We saw this last season as well. He is definitely Daniel Jones' number one threat. He had eight receptions for 129 yards. No touchdowns, though, but he did have that nice 39-yard catch. Um, you know, that was good connection. Then going uh, down the list here, we have Golden Tate, who had four catches for 42 yards. Freeman got out of the backfield a few times, two receptions for 27 yards. Going to the Cowboys, another young star as well here. CeeDee Lamb with eight receptions for 124 yards. Michael Gallup with four receptions for 73 yards. And Amari Cooper only getting up there, uh, or t- uh, only getting two receptions, and that was for 23 yards. Yeah, <laughs> that's everything for the Giants receivers. Alex? Yeah, so I have a lot more to talk about here. Um, starting on the Cowboys side, um, CeeDee Lamb looked like a monster today. Um just amazing from him looking like a great pick from the Cowboys. Michael Gallup obviously destroyed us in those last few plays. Amari Cooper didn't have the best of game, only a games, only two receptions, as you, as you said, but I think a lot of that has to do with James Bradbury, who was covering him most of the time, who really was locking him down most of the game. So I was happy to see that, you know, no one's throwing at Bradbury and that really, shifts one dimension, um, so shifts away from their best receiver, I guess you could say. Moving on to the Giants side, Darius Slayton, I love what I'm seeing from him. Uh, funny, I was having a conversation about, uh, you know, a jersey I want to get, right? I was thinking, oh, I want to get a jersey for this year. And I was talking uh, with Josh about it. I was like, who am I going to get? Um, should I get Daniel Jones? Should I get Saquon Barkley? I'm like, who's the best long-term person to get and I'm like after today I'm like and really all of the season what about a Darius Slayton jersey um I'm definitely thinking of that one so just a little comment there that no one needed to know but um yeah overall great performance from him Golden Tate again solid performance really looks like that man that Daniel Jones is comfortable dumping the ball off to when he's under pressure um so I I I saw a good performance from a lot of the receivers today yeah, and uh, if you want to go to the other side of the ball, the most tackles for the Giants today was Logan Ryan. And if you want to go to the defensive side, Jalen Smith for the Cowboys was all over the field. He A had beast. Four- yeah, yeah. 
definitely a beast. 14 total tackles, two screen plays for the Giants that he was all over. I swear he knows Jason Garrett's playbook. I have no idea, you know, <laughs> how he got there so fast, but we barely, I don't even think we got a positive gain, but uh, gain of yardage. But yeah, on those two screen plays, especially, um, it was crazy. He got there so quickly. He was ready for that. Blake Martinez compl- uh, er, continues to pile up on the tackles as well. He will be third with uh, seven tackles, and then Adrian Colbert had eight. Yeah, and and that'll that'll do it for the Giants recap today. The Giants are now zero and five. If we want to move on to the next game for the New York Giants, they will be playing the Washington Football Team on Sunday. Another in division matchup. So yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be at one o'clock on Sunday. Wow, October eighteenth. We're that far into October already. So stay tuned for that. We're gonna be, we're going to have a guest on that episode for Thursday. Um. So yeah, Alex, are you good? Yeah, I mean, not much to say. Again, we already discussed, you know, the main key points of the game, which was really the calls that you know went against us here uh, in Dallas. So. Again, good performance, just wrapping it up here. Good performance from the Giants, and I think we just got to move on. And hopefully next week against the Washington football team, I think we definitely have a chance. If we play like the way we did today, I think we can definitely get a win um, against the football team. That's a weird way of saying it, but sure, the football team. Um, Yeah, so I, I guess let's go to the outro. Welcome back. We are here at the outro, as Alex mentioned. We have a new article. It is out now. Go read it. Alex already mentioned it in the episode, but I'm mentioning it again because I feel like it. Has Daniel Jones regressed? Alex has an article out now. Go read it. It talks about his 2019 stats, 2020 stats so far. This is before the Cowboys game. Uh, you know, the results of the combined two uh, or sets of stats from both years. And then he has a little part at the end. Has Daniel Jones regressed? He goes into that a little bit. So if you want to go read that, it's at thegiantake.com. Alex, you have more on that? Yeah, on thegiantake.com, as Josh mentioned, we got a new blog post up there already, so go check that out. More coming soon. Um, And you can go listen to our episodes also on the podcast, um, from the podcast, I should say. And if you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you can subscribe to our newsletter, Uh, We're having a little bit of technical difficulty there with the newsletter, but that should be up and running again soon, either for this episode or the next one. So make sure to go subscribe to that. Also, Um, from there, you can go to support the podcast. I'll take you our Patreon, patreon.com slash the giant take, and you can subscribe to the $2 tier, which I will talk about myself instead of dumping it off to Josh. Um, You get fan requests, you've got the private community, and you also get shout out on the podcast. Go follow Alex on Twitter at anorian23. Go follow me at joshola29, and go follow at the Giant Take Pod on Twitter. While you are on Twitter, go follow at Talking Blues Pod, which is a Chelsea FC podcast that myself, Alex, and our friend Peter, who's come on the early episodes of this podcast, uh, we host a podcast about Chelsea FC and the Premier League, and um, we have the new episode out now. Yeah, it came out uh, today or. Sunday, yesterday, when you're listening to this on Monday. And uh, yeah, so go check that out, Talking Blues. And then go follow us on Sided. We've talked about this app many times. 
And uh, yeah, it, it's a very cool app where you can kind of vote yourself or you can make polls and then vote on those polls. And I put one up. Uh, I think it was, yep, two days ago. Who will win the game? Cowboys, Giants, 67% said the Cowboys. They knew what was coming. So if you want to go follow me on Sided, it will be at Josh Solo 29 If you want to go follow Alex, Alex, yours changed a little bit, right? It's Anor23. So go follow Alex. Yeah, today. to make it complicated. How to make it complicated. And then go to Instagram and follow at the Giant Take and and, or also also is what I like to do. Go on to Facebook. We are on there as well. And go follow at the Giant Take on there too. We're on all social medias. So you'll be able to check out new episodes and stuff like that um, on their Giants news and all that stuff. Stuff, 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 stuff. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. We would really, 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 really appreciate it. Share with at least one friend. Share with friends and family. And share on your social medias. That would be perfect, and it will help us grow. So we would love for you to do that. Is there anything I'm missing? I do not think so, Josh. I think this is a wrap for episode number 50. Episode number 50. I'm going to repeat it twice just because that's how big it is. Of the Giant Take podcast. Um, Thanks so much for listening today. I've been your host, Alex, always joined by Josh. And we'll see you next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.